This is Dave Chang. And Chris Ying. We are the hosts of Recipe Club. You may have listened to it before, but we are now back on the air, new and improved, with the same hosts that lose every week. I still don't know what the rules are because they've changed as well. Chris, can you give a quick rundown? Every week, we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. We take a user, listener, submitted recipe, and we all cook it with our friends, Priya Krishna, Rachel Kong, Brian Ford, and John DeBerry. And then we talk about what went right and what went wrong. No, I actually really don't want to do this podcast. (laughs) And they are hardly our friends. They are enemies. They are enemies. It's Dave's civil disobedience. If you want to see Dave Chang in an act of civil disobedience, tune into Recipe Club where he will not follow the recipe. I'm contractually obligated (laughs) to make this podcast. (laughs) But I'm here to have a good time. So listen to Recipe Club every week on the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea that we have here at the Spotify Studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a berry delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf. That's 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Domo Media. Thank you, Yola Tango. I've had a lot of negative comments about my recording uh, and audio. I'm in a new room. It's not furnished yet, so there's a lot of fucking echo. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Go blame someone else. I'm, I got my kid's playmat behind me to, 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 to deaden it. And I'm now on a new setup, and we just recorded a bunch of stuff, and I didn't press the new high-tech recording situation. So now everyone's even more mad at me. So thanks a lot, everybody. I blame you, not me. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Dave Chang Show. Indeed. Welcome to the Dave Chang Show. No. Um, but we have a moif today. But before we get into moif, I, I have a couple opinions here. That's sort of a hot take. A threefold opinion. Over the pandemic, it's something I've learned about my wife and basically everyone else associated in her life that comes in this house. We have become a carrot cake household. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I, I, I love carrot. I think carrot cake is delicious with the exception of a few things. One is done well, it can be very good. Done poorly, you can question your existence in life. You know, it's just bad. It tastes, it's just bad. Bad carrot cake is really bad. Good carrot cake is really good. Much like the Dave Chang show. Good podcast <laughs> that we do really good. Bad podcast is really fucking bad. Nothing in between. It's an either or proposition. <laughs> Two, I'd argue that cream the the cream cheese like frosting i don't even know what's in a carrot cake is 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 top three it's in the pantheon of the very very best Mm -hmm. you know it it sits pretty high next to you know the zeus's of the world Uh, it's very very high it could be even the highest in terms of taste my last and most crucial piece to my 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 hot take here is the carrots and a carrot cake are unnet, un, you don't need them. They're unnecessary. It's a, it's a, it's a sham. And yeah. it was created because somebody just had some root vegetables and, you know, fuck it. I need a, I need a filler. I need to put something in. I've never had in my life a carrot cake without carrots. And I believe that we should start to make carrot cakes without carrots. <laughs> that's my, that's my entire, I rest my case. First of all, I want to address, I just want to share with the audience a, a, a little bit of an insight into the fluidity of Dave's opinions here. Because when we were, when he just said, you know, I like carrot cake, carrot cake is good. When we recorded this 
same bit <laughs> five minutes ago, he led with, I hate carrot cake. Carrot cake is a fucking jam. <laughs> so just so anybody's <laughs> no, 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 no. What I meant, what I meant is carrot, I would love carrot cake if it doesn't have carrots in it. Because every time I eat a carrot cake, okay. I was like, this could be good if it didn't have carrots. So I imagine <laughs> it doesn't have carrots. Mm. Agree that the frosting is delicious. Agree what, that... What, 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 I've never even Googled. What the, what the hell is in it? It's just cream cheese and butter and powdered sugar, right? That's, that's mean, cream cheese put, frosting. It, it's, so it's a Seattle roll. It's, without it's, the it's, a, Seattle, it's a Seattle cake. Mm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. got caramelized onions. <laughs> jalapenos <laughs> it's got jalapenos and smoked salmon uh it's agree that a great carrot cake yeah, great. no wonder my wife loves it she's from seattle <laughs> <It's great. laughs> i don't know i think that the carrots are i think the carrots bring a, a je ne sais quoi <laughs> they bring a no they bring moisture I, they've got to bring some degree of flavor right like sweetness uh-huh. i believe you took the stance and noel was there as a witness that carrots are the reason it's a moist cake. Yes. And it's I a possibility that you believe that. And I, I think before I realized I was not recording, I brought out good old Aristotle and you know <laughs> logical proofs. And it was like, then all cakes are only moist because of carrots. Yes. Right? Then carrots are this crucial ingredient to moist cakes. Then therefore, all cakes without carrots are dry and crumbly. And that's Chris's stance. He's right up there with Kyrie Irving that there's no dinosaurs in the flat earth. Welcome to the Chris I, I think it's, I world. Think it's, I think it's an idea worth exploring. I think that if you have a dry cake of, of any nature, whether it be a yellow cake or a chocolate <laughs> cake or what other cakes are there, Noel? Like a cheesecake? If your cake is dry, ask yourself, is it because I don't have enough carrot in this cake that it's this way? It might be. We're, we're just, trying uh, to make people in the major domo universe better eaters, better diners to to be independent <laughs> thinkers here. So, all I'm asking you, Noel, is the next uh, birthday cake you have, the next cupcake you have. Imagine getting a red velvet cake. Are, are you asking? It's missing carrots. <laughs> Never. I don't think I've had carrot cake for fifteen, twenty years, purely because like. I just the name carrot cake doesn't it, it's perceived health with a cake that I just mm-hmm. I don't I don't mm-hmm. want any mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, the spices too just don't appeal to me at all. So I, I guess going back to your question, no, I'm not missing carrot. However, after a very quick Google search while you guys were talking, the carrot apparently is there for sweetness. So originally when this was all created, was because sweeteners were too expensive, so they added the carrot for sweetness. So, I'm sorry, Chris, it's not for moisture. <sighs> they don't say it's not added for moisture. I mean, so mm. I think that okay. Here's where I, I okay. Let's well, do that, logical well, Hold on, hold on. That that was invented pre the Western world's discovery of sugar cane. Oh yeah, you know? a long, yeah. long, long time ago. There are a lot of things we used to do pre advent of modern times that we don't mm-hmm. do anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't go to work on a horse anymore. We don't do a lot of things. I don't use a coal oven. <laughs> Why the hell are we using this vestige of the old for sweetness? All right. One one thing, one logical proof in favor of your argument is I've never tasted a carrot cake and been like, hmm, carrots. Tastes like carrots. Oh, or were these carrots in season? Oh, they're so <laughs> sweet. The carrots. Did you itself. get those Dan Barber carrots where they're like a 26 <laughs> bricks? Oh my God, they're so good. <laughs> the carrot adds nothing. The carrot adds nothing in terms of flavor for me. And if, if it's truly about the sugar, then just like add some more sugar. Fine. I, I got you there. Here's my, here's my actual argument in favor of carrot cake. Sneaking carrots into your child's diet through cake. This is, the, this, is, this is how I would do it. My son will not eat vegetables. He would eat carrot cake. That's my pro carrot mm. cake argument. Hmm. I... <laughs> What okay. so when you say you're a, when you're saying you're a carrot cake household though Chang, how how often is there a carrot cake available? There's been a carrot cake for two weeks, different two different carrot cakes. Just always have a carrot cake. On birthday, what you, you know what I got her? If I got her any other cake other than carrot cake, you know what the least birthday cake is there? 
I love you, Grace, but not a, not a carrot cake. <laughs> what I love, just period, even just like putting carrot cake aside, I love that there's always cake available at the Chang household. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a fucking Starbucks. You can get cake anytime. There's always mm-hmm. some kind of cake sitting there. That's amazing. I love that you're a cake household. Yeah, well, you know, next thing you know, we're we're gonna be like a token novel, and then like. <laughs> Hobbits riding around. <laughs> around I mean, seriously, that's what? what you are. You're in. The, you're living in Hobbiton. Just like a guest comes over. Can I? Can I interest you in a slice of cake? A spot of tea? <laughs> like what the fuck? Kind of, what's happening over there? So I, I. Okay. Last point on this carrot cake thing for me. I think. I think Noelle, you brought up a good point, and and it dovetails into what Dave's talking about. You avoid carrot cake because there's like this perception of health. Like, why would I eat a mm-hmm. carrot cake when I could just eat a chocolate cake or a Again, I don't know any other cakes. <laughs> yeah. Another cake. If the carrot is inessential, like Dave is saying, then it's just fucking that's a, that's that's a terrible marketing strategy it's an for appendix. the carrot cake. It's an yeah. appendix. It's literally like the we don't need an appendix anymore, but we probably did, you know, twenty thousand years ago. If you called it like a warm spice cake, I bet they would you'd sell more carrot cake. Or if you sold it as like a what else would you call this thing? I mean, you would sell it in the fall and winter. I don't know if you'd be able to sell it in the spring and summer. So can we have a little contest here for everybody that listens and on Discord? If we had to rebrand carrot cake as a carrotless carrot cake, what would be the name of this cake? I think this is a good contest. What would the name be for carrotless carrot cake? Right. Mm. All the good things about a carrot cake minus the carrots. What would you call this thing? It's a good question. Warm spiced cream cheese cake? Seattle, a Seattle cake. That's, that's what I miss. <laughs> uh. All right. Second thing, I have. I my second whole conversation here is I went for a long walk a couple nights ago with a friend of mine who happens to be a well-known actor. We may have had an edible or two. We also got lost on the walk. <laughs> Pretty lost. Because we were so lost in thought, because we spoke about Harry Potter for almost two hours. <laughs> I, you know what amazes me? Can we just take a second to acknowledge like how much I think that you talk about how much you hate Harry Potter yeah. and yet like... I know. I talk about it. You know how many times love. I watched it during the two and a half years of the pandemic? So much. I, so I think much. you love it. I think you love it. What, what I think is even crazier about that is that I didn't know that Mel Gibson was a Harry Potter fan. <laughs> So, because here's the thing, it's the one common thing that Grace will like watch and veg out besides episodes of Friends. It's anything related to Harry Potter. Okay. Mm. And over the times of, you know, I've just basically been brainwashed and in, in, in submission to enjoying the world of Harry Potter. I'm mm. never going to read a book because I'm an adult and I don't read anything that's scholastic in print. I just won't. Mm. So that, that, just make that very clear. What, what did you talk about, Harry Potter? Like plot details? Who is what in what house? <laughs> okay. So I, I said my friend was Hufflepuff and he got very fucking mad. Yeah, well, that's just I'm an insult. Hufflepuff, yeah. Hufflepuff is just an insult. Well, so that's what I was trying to say is Hufflepuff is a derogatory thing. <laughs> Nobody wants to be a fucking Hufflepuff. Why would you? That's the worst name. And bes- <laughs> besides J.K. Rowling's ridiculous stance on things, that's a fucking stupid name, Hufflepuff. It tells you exactly what you don't want to be. So who's pro Hufflepuff? Yeah, you're just a cloud. You're just a cloud f- floating through life. You're a Hufflepuff. Everything else is like bat, like a raven claw. That's awesome, Hufflepuff. You talk about that for and two hours. You can't hours. just get to choose a Gryffindor. I was like, if everybody would say the Gryffindor except me. Of course. Because Slytherin clearly is the best house. I mean, that was the argument. And you took two and hours. And if you had to time. go through countries, what would the countries be in terms of the four houses? And that's oh, really where we oh. got lost. Can- Canada as a whole. I've never seen more of a Hufflepuff than Canada. New Zealand is Hufflepuff. Yeah, New Zealand's a Hufflepuff. <sighs> Delaware is Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Switzerland it's true. is Hufflepuff. Yeah, there's a, there's there's a lot of Hufflepuffs out there. There are some Slytherins. We know some Slytherins. 
But uh, I mean, there's no the, the problem with the world today, guys. There's no Gryffindors left. <laughs> mm. Well, I, I I actually look. We looked it up on our phones, and it was uncanny how every one of the characteristics I checked the box as Slytherin. So I'm 100% Slytherin, and I am proud of it. Mm-hmm. But now, who do you think Chris Ying is? Oh my God, let's not do this. There's no way that this conversation ends with me being anything but a fucking Hufflepuff. Like, there's no, all roads lead to Hufflepuff. Here. No. <laughs> You're really selling yourself short. I think that you could be a Gryffindor, Chris. I try. I try to live my so life. So, my like friend's a argument that Gryffindor, the common link to Gryffindor, is pain and suffering and failure. I was like, <laughs> oh, huh. right. Hmm. The, the need to like become successful through that pain and suffering and failure. And I was like, they're cheaters and they're losers, but it's okay if you want to be associated with Gryffindor. That's a funny way of phrasing it. I can't believe you guys talked about right? Harry Potter. So, so then the conversation turned to what country, right? So it, the Philippines, Noel, what are you? Oh. What is the Philippines? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That's a very, that's a complicated question. Yeah. Remember, the sorting hat only looks into the future and your future actions. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you said that. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not answering that question. I can't believe you just said that. Remember, the sorting hat only looks into the Chris future. Yang? Yeah. Are you, what's China? Uh, I mean, what do you mean? What's China? China is like the 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 founder of Slytherin. Is China? What are you talking about, man? What That's who we not, are. But here's the thing: is Japan Slytherin? No, I don't. China's think Japan Ravenclaw. Is now Korea. I was arguing that it's Hufflepuff, and this is where the big argument came. He said, "No, no, 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 Gryffindor." Mm. I was like, "I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think that's true." Mm. I agree, based off of the logic that you talked about. I th- mm-hmm. I, pain and suffering and I think it's a Gryffindor but you were seeing I see I think what you were saying Chang is Hufflepuff gets trampled on yeah that's and I think that's bullshit Huffle, why is Hufflepuff at the cellar of the four fucking houses that's <laughs> it's a it's a they need to change that uh, I mean they just need a rebrand they need like a carrot cake style rebrand yeah. <laughs> that's why I wanted to bring this up there's a common theme today it's about rebrand if you're going to rename carrot cake as a carrotless carrot cake, what would it be named? And mm-hmm. our second rebranding question to everybody before we start Moif. If you were going to rebrand the name Hufflepuff, what would you name it? <laughs> nerds only, please. <laughs> Super nerds only. Good God. Good God. All right. The fact that I remember this conversation for two hours, we walked five miles lost <laughs> in the wilderness of Pasadena. Goodness. Just arguing about this. Good God, yeah. man. Yeah. Anyway, that that's my my uh my hot takes that Hufflepuff needs more respect and that Slytherin is the best house. Mm. And Dave Chang is really a Harry Potter fan. Those are the things that yeah. you weren't. I've become a Harry Potter fan. He's it, thought it, about Harry Potter more than Chris Yang and I have. But an but an illiterate Harry Potter fan. I couldn't say anything. What book? Uh, <laughs> all right let's get the moifs ripping let's go well before we get into that i just want to check in chris whatever happened with your dad's birthday party did you decide what you're going to do and where you're going to go yes so after a lot of deliberation my mom finally managed to get newport seafood in san gabriel on the phone Ooh. and so and I remember last time i was saying like you never know if these reservations are real but they always are they were like okay five o'clock if you show up right at five o'clock, you may be able to get into a private dining room. So uh, that's Saturday. I'll let you guys know how it goes. But like mm-hmm. it, it took it just I don't I don't I don't know if you guys are like this at all, but it genuinely took me three weeks to come to this decision. And it was just like pure indecision and, and arguing with my mom. But it's happening. It's happening. I'm so happy for you. I'm happy and that I think you we're got just going to do the banquet menu, right? Like, Dave, do you order off of regular? Well, menus? We got to get a king crab. Which it, which comes with like the the higher level oh king crab and not lobster, mm. interesting. You got to get king crab if you're going to have this party. It's got to be king crab and lobster. Okay, okay. Maybe I'll do the banquet supplement king crab. I think the 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 lobster. The, you want to make sure they have king crab and the lobster. You have to get the signature style with the noodles, which is a ten dollar extra surcharge. 
Let me, can I just read you the banquet menu and you tell me if there's any additions or substitutions okay. that need to be made here? All right. So this is the, again, one of the best things about Chinese restaurants is the built-in banquet menus. 10 people, $418, the best deal, best deal in town, braided crab meat and fish moss soup, uh, crab baked with salt and pepper, Newport special lobster. That's the, that's the signature lobster, I think. Here's where things go off the rails. Sea cucumber with black mushroom. Kung Pao shrimp, chicken, and beef. Peking style pork chop. No. Which I, you don't like Peking style pork chop? No, Peking oh. style pork chop is great. But the, the Kung Pao shrimp, come on, yeah. man. You got to get rid of that, right? Can you, I wonder if any substitutions here. Uh, clam with spicy hot sauce, deep fried fish, sauteed pea sprouts, and Yang Chao fried rice. No crab on this. Uh, mm. You got to now, well, I mean, let me just say this. The pea shoots at Newport are delicious. They're more like pea sprouts. Like mm -hmm. real shrimp. They're so good. Mm -hmm. They're they're the best version of it. You want to get the shrimp. You want to get a salt and pepper shrimp. Yep. 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 That's you, you got to replace the Kung Pao. All right. I got to replace the Kung Pao with something else. Upcharge for, for what? How is that? Uh, how is there like shaking beef there? The uh, the, the Vietnamese name one, the Luck yeah. Doc. That's the very Luk good. Luck Yeah. That's good. Oh, awesome. Very All good. Right. Um, I would do, if you're going to do King Crab, that's going to clearly be $500 in and of itself, right? <laughs> so <laughs> if you can't get king crab, then Dungeness crab is, you, you need to get some Dungeness crab. So I, either way, if, if you don't get shrimp, you need something that's a salt and pepper, right? Like, mm -hmm. a, like a quick deep fried thing. So if you can't do that, I would get Dungeness. Okay. Right? Which they have tons of. And you got to do Dungeness and lobster. So I would do salt and pepper Dungeness crab, and I would do the Newport signature style lobster with noodles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I would tell them to make it spicy because you have to make it spicy. <laughs> so this, I, I will, I will, I will follow these instructions and I will report back. See now, and this is, this is actually like dovetails into the other thing I think we should talk about first, Noel, mm -hmm. which is, you know, we've been, we've been working on a lot of stuff as Dave alluded to last time. And, and one of the things we're doing is we're sort of trying to build a little bit more around what Dave is doing right now, which is like hyper specific eating recommendations and like not just where to eat, but like what to order there, what kind of substitutions to make, what sort of things to see if they're available. And uh, one of the places that Dave has been talking about a lot recently with, where he has a lot of experience is uh, a little up and coming town in the Nevada desert called Las Vegas. Mm. And uh, <laughs> your girl, Noel, and your boy, Chris Ying, happened to be in Las Vegas, armed with a lot of Dave Chang recommendations recently. We're, we're, we're there for uh, reasons that will be revealed soon enough. But we were, we were eating around the Cosmopolitan Hotel where we were staying. And we were, you know, I remember getting a hyper detailed list from Dave. But we were trying to, we were trying to scope out some, some further intel on, on what uh, – kind of off menu or, or sort of specific instructions you could find for every single place in the Cosmo. And I think we're going to do something with this eventually. We're going to, we're going to hopefully pull people into, uh, you know, a little game with us on this front. But Noel, do you want to report back on a little bit of your own eating escapades in our, in our couple days in Vegas? Oh gosh, it was such a fast trip. Um, well, when I got, got off the plane, you were already there. I remember, I distinctly remember just being so hungry by the time uh, I arrived. And I think the both of us were just dying at that point. So we made our way to um, Chino Poblano. Uh, and Chris has never been there. I have, uh, especially in the days when Momo LV was opening. And so the menu is really a mix. Some Chinese food, some Mexican food, tortillas being made in the front dumplings being folded in the front. And uh, we ended up with a, a a pretty decent spread, right, Chris? I would say it was 50-50. Yeah, we had, a, we had a pretty decent spread. And I think the, the big takeaway from, from, is it Chino Poblano or China Poblano? China, 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 China Poblano, whatever. Our big takeaway, Dave, I don't know if you had this, because I saw, you know, they've got sauteed, you know, uh, green beans. And like when you're, when I'm in Vegas, like I try to order a vegetable uh, once. And so we got these vegetables and it was supposed tobacco, to come with. Tobacco is a vegetable. <laughs> tobacco is a vegetable. <laughs> it's an agricultural product. 
it comes with exo sauce and you know i'm a i'm a huge fan of exo sauce so i was like can we just order a side of exo sauce and i think that our server in his kind heart knowing that he was about to charge us uh, like $20 for a side of exo sauce also brought out another hot sauce that he referred to as monk chili sauce and I will say the big discovery at China Poblano is this off-menu monk chili sauce, which was pretty fucking good and went on everything from the like birria tacos to the hot gal. So that was our that was our little secret menu from from China Poblano. And then we proceeded to just try to find more stuff at all hours of the time at the Cosmo. Right. After a full meal, you had a little bong bar wrap as a, as a walking snack. Didn't really have time <laughs> to sit. Wasn't going to talk ate. about that. Wasn't going to talk about that. But definitely we <laughs> left China Poblano and we were going to a meeting and I made the person we were meeting with stop at bong bar so I could get a U-wrap and walk with it. Uh, uh, underrated part about the U-wrap, portability. Yeah, <laughs> Just absolutely. walk around a fucking casino eating this thing. Absolutely. I'm so sad that we just had to reveal yet again that I ate an in-between meal after a full meal. I never be ashamed of it, Chris. Never God be ashamed. Damn. Here's another shameful moment. I, I did wander downstairs at like 9 a.m. the next morning to try to get another one. And was so sad <laughs> to find that Bong Bar doesn't open till 11. Just <sighs> So I walked all the way there and then just shamefully turned around and walked back and ate nothing. I'm sorry for your loss, Chris. I know. I'm I so know. happy that we were closed so you could experience some kind of pain and suffering. <laughs> right? I'm so sad. That is the Gryffindor way, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but we found some other stuff. You know, I found that the, if you go to the Henry late at night, it's not on the, they, they will make you a patty melt. Noel also discovered another restaurant. Like basically, I think in Vegas, our big takeaway was no matter where you are or what time of day it is or what the menu says, someone at any restaurant will make you a hamburger. Mm-hmm. That's right. So. And pretty good ones at that. It's not even an afterthought. So, yeah. I know. So we're going to keep collecting these little secret intel things. And uh, thanks for we'll- visiting Vegas without me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you who won money? I won money. You Bill, did, did you win. win. Uh, I lost. I lost, but I, I've made it back this week. I made it back this week. Are you, um, you guys? No. What games were you playing? Noel's us clearly smoking Virginia Slim One Hundreds <laughs> at the slot machine. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm my old my old uh, Asian grandma self at the slot machines. Yes, that's correct. She one hundred percent had a machine though. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like she had her machine. Like that's the that's the grandma way. I lovingly called it the piggy machine. I don't know what it was actually called, but there were a bunch of pigs on it. So that's where I was at. Uh, our other partner Doc and I sat at the roulette table and down to our last hundred dollars each put it on one number on the roulette table and hit it, which is a big bet for me. So that I felt good about be, that. That would be 3,300 bucks. 35. 3,500. Pretty good. Well done. Well done. Thank you. So that was our Vegas report. We'll have, we'll, we're going to have much more. I think I said, I think we're going to try to share these lists and, and bits of Intel and try to like, let's all, like, I think it's just going to be fun. Let's the just see how open. long I can keep this a secret. So we'll see. <laughs> Together. <laughs> Dave, there's definitely something afoot here that we're doing. And Dave, the only way he's been able to not reveal it is he's literally sat back in his chair away from his microphone Mm -hmm, just now. mm -hmm. So he doesn't give it away. Well, no, because if I I give any hints or I let people know what is going to happen, Noel will do something terrible to me. Why do you think that I'm going to do something terrible to you? Why won't Chris do anything? Everybody because knows you're, because you're, 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 if I'm good Slytherin, you're bad Slytherin, and you're going to do something terrible to me. Everybody knows it's you, Noel. Even on the even on the Discord, they're like, I did know. you guys hear when Dave almost revealed something and then Noel almost jumped through the computer and strangled him? I was like, how did he even know that happened? Totally I read true. that, and I had to listen to that part. I was like, is that obvious? <laughs> yeah, they can tell it's you, Noel. They know uh, it's you.
Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Speaking of the Discord, should we jump into some moifs? Yeah, lots of questions. So we've talked about eating in bed before, but Spectral Jules asked, underrated or psychotic, eating in a bathtub? What? Yeah, (laughs) he just eats in a bathtub, apparently. I like to think... Well, there's nothing Freudian there. (laughs) I like to think of it as just an empty (laughs) bathtub, though. (laughs) (laughs) Eating in a bathtub? Yeah. There's a whole conversation that went along with this around, you know, like shower beers and drinking in the shower. However, again, Spectral Jewels supposedly loves eating in a bathtub. Like, does Spectral Jewels say what kind of stuff Spectral Jewels eats in a bathtub? Um, no, not really. Raw eggs. Oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. Spectral Jewels did share, quote, I'm currently eating Mapo tofu in the bath. (laughs) And I feel like the greatest hedonist ever. Just so you know, his inspiration was the cat in the hat eating cake in a tub. The cat in the hat has magic. The cat in the hat is a magical character who can clean up an entire house with the tip of a hat. That's the whole fucking point of the cat in the hat. There's mm-hmm. no, like, you can't do what the cat in the hat does. Well, I think we got to alert the FBI to this person. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never want to say we didn't know. <laughs> it's a see something, say something situation, Dave. <laughs> I mean, no one was having it. That's for the sure. The probability that this person does something beyond our wildest imaginations <laughs> is very high. And I think we got to let people know this guy, or this woman, <laughs> or this person is totally out of their mind. Yeah, it's crazy. It's gross. It's 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 probably the worst place you can be in. I don't even know what's a... Well, you're, you, you have a bigger vocabulary than myself. Chris. What, what's a bigger word, a more impactful word than psychotic here? <laughs> I mean, I feel like this person would think of themselves as a maverick. I think this person is, yeah, highly suspect. <laughs> Just like this, this behavioral pattern is in line with sociopathic behavior. I think this is crazy. You you eat like the kid like the, this is like the FBI has a profile of people who eat in the bathtub. <laughs> like, I mean, the idea of drinking in the shower—that's not even that's what, 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 that's nothing. I mean, <laughs> Drinking beers in the shower? Come on. Oh. You know how many times you've pre-gamed and you're drinking something in the shower because yeah. you had to pre-game? That's, that's it's like putting on deodorant. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, in other interesting questions, how are you feeling about Yee's wasabi pea rice crispy treats that she's made? Let me share a photo with you in one second. Oh. oh. It Sweet looks Lord. like a... Like a Gustav Klimt painting from this uh, uh, distance. <laughs> uh, it's a tiny square, and it looks like uh, somebody's holding somebody. I mean, this entire conversation was spurred because uh, 
she and someone else was talking oh, about. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. I had it I had it minimized. Now I have opened it up. Does not look like that at all. This looks like something <laughs> very different. Yeah, this what, looks what, like... What, what, is that a cake? It's a Rice Krispie treat. It's a Rice Krispie treat. Here are the components of it. So Rice Krispies, wasabi peas, and nori. And I can only assume the binder here is still melted marshmallow. Is this an original, is this a creation of hers or is this like a TikTok meme? Uh, I believe it's an original. Hmm. I think the binder here is a crucial question here. Because if it is marshmallow, I think we might have to... You know, remove freedom of speech in our Discord <laughs> channel. I, I, I can't I see that as a possibility. Yeah. If, this, if this is marshmallow between this and and spectral jewels, I feel like the major dome of Discord. If, just if it's a new be. novel way of tying it all together, so it's a a delicious savory snack. I can say it's 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 genius. If it's savory, it might be genius. If it's a savory thing, but if it's sweet with horseradish and seaweed, yeah. like. We weren't we weren't told of any other alt binders. So can we go I, back to the photo of it? Uh, if you completed? if you actually minimize it, it looks like some abstract painting. But um, <laughs> blow it up again. There it is. Yeah, I don't know if she's using marshmallows. Can I just make a? It looks a little bit actually. Um, no, I don't know what's bound with. It's real dense though. Maybe we'll ask as we're as we're chatting along. Can I make but, a prediction? Can I just make a prediction? Please. Though? In seventy years. In 70 years on the uh, Hugo Chang show, he and, and uh, Keith Yang are going to be asking, why do they have to have wasabi peas and wasabi pea cake? <laughs> why, what's the point of the wasabi peas? Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is the new carrot cake, man. This is how this shit gets started. Yeah. <laughs> if, it's a sweet, right. if it's sweet, uh, I think anybody that follows Yi on Discord has to now... Take everything with a grain of salt. <laughs> it has well, to be sweet. I'm. I'm I mean, sure she's, sweet. she she just constantly throws shade at me. So guess what? It's got to be sweet. <laughs> Wasabi pea rice krispies. I don't know. Is 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 horseradish spicy with sweet a thing? And any level, I've never seen any. Like that sounds horrible. It, it just doesn't sound right, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. You know, now at this point, now I'm, I'm, I'm expecting you to come out with a recipe of, uh, instead of a peanut butter jelly sandwich, she does a peanut butter ketchup sandwich. <laughs> it's just insane. It's so gnarly. Oh, um, I mean, some other They're people both fruits. Had... They're both fruits. <laughs> <laughs> there were other alt great suggestions around Rice Krispie treats, including using horchata-flavored Rice Krispies that you can get from Trader Joe's. There was a coconut pandan mochi one, a brown butter black sesame mochi thing. Those all sound so Amazing. good. Amazing. And then, and then we received wasabi pea Rice Krispie treats. So anyway, oh, I, the recipe. I will find out. Make it a recipe club suggestion because it clearly won't get chosen. But we should just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a uh, just because you can doesn't mean you should situation. Um, well, we'll report You know what? Back. This is a good this is a good um potluck or po uh, gifting thing to somebody that you have to visit and you make it for them to express your gratitude and your friendship. Maybe yeah. that's what he's trying to say. This is the best fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, this is the white elephant. This is the white elephant dessert yeah. level for sure. I just like I can't even I can't even I don't know like I have to have I have a hard time with things like this where I put them in my mouth and like I think Dave can immediately identify this is good or this is bad for me I put like a, a wasabi pea rice krispie treat in my mouth and like my first question is just like is this food like I don't even know what this is so yeah you liked it her friend spat it out immediately that was the report back so cool I want to be friends with Yi's friend <laughs> sounds, sounds like my kind of person. Well, other people who are popping up on the Discord is friend of the show, you know Lee. So he came out to lay out all of his Korean barbecue picks, all of his Korean barbecue restaurant picks. And he actually singled out, is it Genwa, Genwa in LA on La Cienega for a special death by Bonchon commendation. He also added... At one point a few years ago, I counted 24 Bonchon there, though I suspect the number has gone down since based on the last 
couple of photos. Uh, so really, what do you guys think about, you know, how much Bonchon should be out on the table? What's what's the appropriate amount here that you want to see at a Korean barbecue restaurant? I don't want to see the table. Mm, okay. <laughs> you know, you want to just see the tape that there's table be like, uh, like the, like, you know, what, what's that uh, connect for? You know, you just want to mm-hmm. see enough between the connection of the four circles, right? That's what I want. Okay. You don't so want to see the table. The answer is not a number. It's more of a space. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris, do you have any thoughts on this one? A number? I don't know if I have a number. I do. I do. I do sometimes feel like uh, when I, I'm always disappointed when it comes out and it seems more like accoutrement for Korean barbecue than it is actual banchan. And I like to have snacks to eat before. I don't like utility banchan. Yeah, but also my, my one of the best and also awkward moments is when you go to a Korean barbecue place with your friends and they start dropping banchan and your friends are like, they don't do this for me. <laughs> mm. uh, do you have a do you have a top five panchan, Dave? No, I mean, yeah, you have your basic staples of kimchi and some kungnamu or something like that, but. I, I do appreciate the modern panchan that you're seeing in Los Angeles, right? You, you know, sometimes you see cilantro leaf or stuff like that. To me, that's what I really enjoy is seeing things that really are representative of where you're at. And mm-hmm. and that's sort of my favorite. Um, but I do like all the gochori, the fresh kinds of kimchi. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if people know that when you have that sort of vinegary sesame soy salad, shredded cabbage or, or or scallions you're supposed to put like a bed of it on your tiny plate and then take the meat and then make a little meat roll with that with your chopsticks and it's delicious the, if you're on a like a keto diet of some sort that's the best way to eat yeah uh, having having recently recovered from something like that i agree that is one of the best um, can i also eat. just tell you something i i had a, a few of those um Soylence. And I, I don't know if we've given Anoop Pilarasati enough uh, of praise <laughs> for going as far as having tried to do it for a couple days unsuccessfully, just two days. The fact that he went like six days is he basically crossed the Atlantic in a rowboat by himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, okay, okay. But you, you, you were sort of saying originally that like you are one of the few people who likes the flavor of the original. I, I, I do like it. What did you bump into that made it hard? It's the mental understanding that you're in this alone. You're <laughs> effectively in a rowboat going into a monsoon hurricane like thing. And it's an impossible task. It's so hard because it feels like you're drinking ocean water. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> going to satiate you at first until you realize it's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh. I think this is really one of the most remarkable achievements. Um, and I'm going to just say the Webby Awards Webby Awards for 2022, I think that you should put for greatest endeavor, Anoop Bilarsani, for doing one week of Soylent. <laughs> Congrats, <laughs> Anoop. It's, it's utterly fucking remarkable that he did it. And I know that we had him on the podcast. I'm just going to say, anybody that's listening, you need to just stand up and give them a, a, a ova- standing ovation somewhere wherever you're at it's my hat's off to you Anoop you are you are you're like a- Alex Honnold you, 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 you <laughs> did the north face of El Capitan that's to, in my book it is fucking right. amazing because it's almost easier if you don't eat anything right well Anoop I don't think you're gonna get that SB, but uh, it's an honor just to be nominated by Dave J for the Webby for achievement I love I love it though. I mean the the most amazing thing about it is like there are legitimately people who just eat this, right? (laughs) It's just so insane that Dave is like I can't even imagine. The 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 overlap that we should be really worried about and let the government agencies of the world know are the people that drink soylent in a bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) They all (laughs) exist. Monsters. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Well, 
Last but not least, we were talking about the Seattle dog multiple times on this podcast already, especially today. But our Discorders have pointed out that the New York Times Seattle bureau chief just came out in strong, strong, strong favor of the Seattle dog just this week alone. So is this the official record? Uh, Or are things getting out of control? Who is this person? What happened? Who is this person? Mike Baker, national correspondent for the New York Times, the nation's best hot dog style, he tweets, is Seattle style. Cream cheese, grilled onions, hoagie bun, cabbage, jalapenos, sauerkraut optional. This this photo kind of looks good, except for no, no, the fact that you except for the fact that you cannot see the cream cheese. That's the real kicker in all of this. But go I back mean, to this photo. Nice... Go back to this photo. But it looks fun. Let's go back to this photo. The nation's <laughs> What is wrong with this country? <laughs> uh, Nation's best hot dog style is Seattle style. Cream cheese, grilled onions, hoagie bun. He responded to himself saying, per the suggestions of many, I will be adding sriracha on my next Seattle hot dog. Oh, hmm. okay. So now it's a Tacoma dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. How could this be better than like, uh, I mean, there aren't even that many. Okay, there's the Chicago dog. There's a Sonora dog. Mm-hmm. Chicago dogs are delicious, man. Yeah, like how mm-hmm. can this how can this 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 misnomer fucking monstrosity? I mean, if the guy's horrible really a national correspondent, he'd be smart enough to realize it's a Philadelphia dog, not the Seattle dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, buddy. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't agree with this take, man. Why would you believe him? Has has he consumed many things? In his life? Yeah, I don't know, man. Again, like, I used to think that, you know, Pizza Hut pan pizza was the best pizza in the world. Mm -hmm. He also (laughs) thinks Singles by Cameron Crowe is the greatest movie ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Temple of the Dog is the best band of all time. (laughs) Temple of the Dog, oh my God. I mean, come on, Nation's Best, like, uh, can we just, like, Coney Dog? Fuck, Chili Dog with cheese and onion, fucking, that's the, that's a delicious, like, uh, this might be, here's, here's my take, this might be the Nation's worst hot dog, (laughs) like, this might be the worst regional hot dog, this country has so many good regional hot dog variations, Coney Dogs, Chicago Dogs, like, even just, like, Gray's Papaya Style, Deep Fried Hot Dogs. In the great song by John Cougar Mellencamp, he's not singing sucking on a Seattle dog between Jack and Diane. He's singing sucking on a chili dog. There's a reason. Chili dogs are delicious. Uh, chili dogs are very delicious. The whole course of America for the past 40 years would be in total turmoil if it was sucking on a Seattle dog. <laughs> Sucking on a Seattle dog. That's one of the worst phrases ever uttered. You know what this is going to be like? I cover my first like political event. And I, I said, this guy, this this woman is the greatest politician I've ever seen. <laughs> Dave, Dave is like, I don't know much, but this Clarence Thomas guy has really got it going on over here. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is man? going on here? Uh, well, in other live reports. I've just heard back from Yi, who has confirmed that the binder is the standard re- recipe ratio of butter and marshmallows. They Excommunicado. Out- <laughs> Excommunicado right now. <laughs> Excommunicado. John Wickstyle, she's out. She's out. She, she, wherever she goes, she's going to be a marked person. She will never get a reservation at any restaurant, any establishment of food eatery ever again yeah you cannot go out in life promoting this kind of stuff i think that that confirmation that it was standard butter marshmallow was like all the fbi needed to hear to get a go order to kick down her door and arrest her right now let's go (laughs) Go. Uh, i mean she has acknowledged that she doesn't think that dave would ever understand this but why would I want to understand and empathize this level of depravity (laughs) it's like insane in way it's like but I've got to give an award to somebody who says, I do acknowledge that Dave will never understand this. <laughs> like, what an insult. <laughs> I take it as a compliment coming from me. I, I acknowledge that you may be too small-minded to ever understand this combination of flavors. Oh, ye. You're crazy. You're crazy for this one, ye. 
Uh, I appreciate the attempt, but I don't know. This one's just not going to do it. Can 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 we can we ban her now? Is that is this possible? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah yeah. Um, Psych. Use my use my alt account. <laughs> <laughs> Dave made that wasabi pee. <laughs> just to throw us off the scent. Good God. Um, but going back to it. We uh, ran a little poll over the last week on Discord based off of our last Moif episode all about our chain restaurant draft that happened truly at the spit at the split last second of our recording uh, on Dave's whim. And uh, looks like we have a first time draft winner this time around. Chris Ying. Mm-hmm. That's me. Pulled it out. That's me. With a winning lineup of Popeye's Cheesecake Factory, Zippy's from Hawaii, Chili's Awesome Blossom, and Arby's as his overrated pick. Chris! I nearly fucking lost it because of these Arby's monsters. Do you know that there's all these like Who Arby's knew? super fans? What the hell is going on? Like Arby's, they're crazy. I am shocked by the Arby's cult. That's, that's for sure. This I mean, is my Arby's big takeaway. My big takeaway number one was there are Arby's super fans everywhere and they're crazy. My other, ta- oh, Dave, Dave, you look like you have something to say. You, you look like no, you're- I'm just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm upset because I didn't know that in the pandemic you taught yourself how to code and program bots. And <laughs> a lot of spare time. Here's, here's the other, here's my other big takeaway. For each of these drafts, we've come up with some prize. You know, we have seldom ever followed through with it, but, um, this one was the worst fucking, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to win this one. And the, the prize we announced that I would win was like, I get, I get, I get some combination like Popeye's Subway and Little Caesars or something. Like, what is, that's not a prize. Like, what is this? This is the worst thing to win. You can, you can, you know, keep your head held high, Chris, because this is a more than a badge of honor. You, 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 you just defeated everybody. You, including myself. But, I think this the, is some the, real Gryffindor shit, Christian. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> but like against Chris, all odds and obstacles and suffering and failure, you pulled it off. He really a did. magical spell. It was a magical spell you fucking made. I mean <laughs> Expelliarmus. Yeah. This was a real I mean, this was a big win. He two X'd my votes, four X'd your votes, Dave. What the fuck is going on? Uh, I don't even know why people li- li- like Listen to this podcast. <laughs> they hate everything that you say. <laughs> everything I say, everything I do. It just they hate. <laughs> it's like the opposite of ASMR, but that's what keeps them coming back. <laughs> this thing I listen to just hurts my ears. So it just nails on a chalkboard, but I I love it. Yeah. Chris, you did it. How does it feel? It feels it feels pretty good. It feels it feels like it's a little bit of a hollow victory because as we all know, like I I, I cough up the ball when it comes to ordering when there's when I have too much time to think about something, I'm just gonna cough it up. But this one was off the cuff, spoke to all my improv training, yes and <laughs> and I, mean, if, I, I if I you won. had if you had to order dinner night from Popeyes, what is your order? Go now. Uh all dark meat. Just for myself? Your family. You have a hundred dollar budget. A hundred dollars. hundred dollars. I can what? order everything. And I can do the Anthony Mint move where I ask them to just scoop up all of the fried bits into a bag for me <laughs> that are underneath the grate. Like I would do that. Uh mac and cheese, red beans and rice and and biscuits. I mean, there's not much else. And I would you know what else I'd order? Here's where I would go deathly wrong. I would get one of those weird um, splayed out fried chicken things they have there that look like a fried hand <laughs> just to eat mm-hmm. one by myself. What you What's about? that? A chicken tender? No, but they have these different ones at Popeye's that look crazy. Hmm. You, you just order dark meat, all dark meat? Yeah. But did you get original or spicy? Well, it's for my family. That's what I was asking. It was my family. I have to get mostly well, original. You got to get double up. You got to... I know. You got to double up. And also, you didn't order chicken fingers there. The chicken fingers are no, That's what I'm fantastic. saying. I'm ordering this chicken finger thing, but I'm trying to show you which one I get. But I can't find it. It might not exist anymore. Definitely chicken fingers, too. Hmm. 
And you didn't order any biscuits? What kind I said of biscuits. monster are you? I said no, biscuits you and, and a sandwich for me to eat on the way home. A crisp, I don't know a if you could have pulled sandwich. that off under pressure. With no, the cashier, you know, you know what I would have ended up running. with? Under pressure, you know what I would have ended up with? Are you what I brought home? A bucket of fried shrimp. <laughs> Just that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the, here's the actual, my victory aside, here's, here's the, the thing that I think is going to come out of this is it's great. I actually can't remember if we talked about this before or we just talked about this in private or if I dreamed about it. But I think the thing we want to build coming off, rolling off of this is we want to build, or I, I think we should build the, like a definitive list of, let's say 25, 50 things, the 50 best things to eat in America that any American can eat. So it's not just the 50 best, you know, it's not, it's not momofuku pork buns because not everybody in the country has access to it. But McDonald's fries, no matter where you live in the country, you are within a, let's call it a hundred mile radius of these things. And I think we should build based on this, this great land of purple mountains, majesty and big Montana's and <laughs> filet of fishes, a definitive list of the 50 best things that any American can eat. Man, Woody Guthrie would be so proud. <laughs> I'm pretty sure these are the lyrics to folk song. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is really the the legacy of Woody Guthrie. Let's start. I want to start because the Ringer had their silly list, but this is the list of the fifty best things to eat in America that any American can eat. And I think we this should start. Land taking, is your land. <laughs> <laughs> this ham is your ham. <laughs> to the redwood forest. God, we're getting a literal single. <laughs> Send your nominations though. Start like we'll we'll put this in the Discord. We're gonna start taking nominations, and we're gonna build. We're gonna do a, an exhaustive search. We might have to cut Alaska and Hawaii out, guys. This might have to be a, a, a forty-eight. How sad! How rude to Alaska and Hawaii. No, I'm kidding. That's fine. <laughs> Great treats. No, that was that was really rude. I mean, it's just gonna be so. Much you think harder. the Ar you think Arby's has a contingent of people? You really <laughs> fucked up, man. <laughs> Fine, I'll agree to Hawaii, but fuck you, Alaska. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can we also just talk about Alaska? What a great trade that was. <laughs> Russia, you're fucking up pretty bad right now, but you really fucked up by giving that piece of property away. Uh. <laughs> so insane, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, there is a prize. Never forget, with our drafts, there's always a winner and there's always a loser. So... <laughs> We said on Discord that the loser of our draft would have to eat you know, some kind of combination meal from our overrated restaurant slate. So, uh, Dave, that means you are getting a mix of foods from Arby's, Little Caesars, and Subway. Mm. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. That's not I bad. think this is our next I IG Live. This, this, this couldn't have come out any better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm excited i'm excited wait so what do i get i get i get popeyes taco you, bell and yeah we said the winner would get their own three-part meal from the top fast food picks but you know is that is that really a prize i can i, can I just know? get like a cheesecake factory gift card can i just get that i'll go eat i'll, I'll report back on that report i don't want back on your I don't cheesecake want factory meal. And popeyes and sweet green that seems like a, i mean dave's combination yeah. is such a better combination i mean the only thing i really hate of those two is subway right but as long as it's a meatball mm -hmm. sub i'll be fine <laughs> and again Subway's the only place that i know of in all of america where you can get baked lays <laughs> Can't buy all of america. yeah the true uh, statement oh my god all right, we'll do this over. We'll do this on Instagram. We'll 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 document this on social. The the quote unquote prize that I won and the quote unquote penalty Dave has, <laughs> which is actually just like a Saturday afternoon for any college student, but whatever. Yeah. I feel like the key takeaway, Chris, is we should just never give you any sort of prep before any draft because that's that's where you you really hit your stride. Yeah, I know. What we need to do is record Chris. Ordering at Popeyes. <laughs> uh, 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 can I get this? Is there sweet tea without sweet? I mean, half just just give me a popcorn chicken. <laughs> just give me popcorn shrimp. <laughs> you know that scene in Swingers? Oh, we bring up John Favreau Swingers all the time. And it's when they're uh, the beginning of the film and they're Vegas because he just came back from Vegas and they order eggs 
at the 24-hour diner and Favreau goes, Mikey goes, could I get the eggs in the Age of Enlightenment? That's a, that's a good Christian. <laughs> she has eggs any style. And then she then she responds, right? She's like, okay, calm down, Russo, or something like that. <laughs> Take so it easy, Voltaire. Take it easy, that's Voltaire. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Um, I'm going to have to make something delicious to get that horrible abomination of a dish out of my mind. Don't yuck, yeezy yum. Yeah. <laughs> Who says that shit? Don't yuck my yum. Come on. That's not even baby talk. That's just ridiculous. Five stars. It's a ridiculous line for a ridiculous combination of ingredients. That's all. And I'm going to go make a snack of peanut butter and ketchup sandwich right now. <laughs> oh, God. Yum. Yum. <laughs>